pull up to the hotel and ask the front desk for a parking key. For more information, visit my website at www.energyintuitive.com or call the office at 425-825-5671. See you there. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello everyone and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show where energy and medicine meet. It's actually a lovely evening from the studio in Bellevue. It's absolutely gorgeous because it's the first time in months that it's daylight out there. So even though there's some cloud cover and there's certainly rain on the windows, um, this the studio in Bellevue where um, this show is broadcast and other shows like Dr. Pat and Conscious Talk Radio, there's a beautiful tutorial view of um, the Factoria area. It's absolutely gorgeous. And since I've been on the show in the evening for the majority of the time anyway, because sometimes I come in in the afternoon when we're preempted and it works in my schedule, it's been um, dark and now it's just beautiful. Um, and we've had some great weather too. Oh, we have. Well, we actually, you know, we cheated and we got an hour back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so now it's, now it's getting darker later. Right. Because we cheat. We cheat. We cheat on the Pacific coast. Yeah, and we like that, right? <laughs> it screwed me up last Sunday, <laughs> it that did. is for sure. All of a sudden it was, uh, hey, remember to set your watch back or set your watch forward an hour. And I was like, what? You're right. kidding me. <laughs> like, I really needed that extra hour of sleep that night, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you'll be playing catch up this weekend and getting your clock, oh, yeah. your biorhythms back to normal. Um, but beautiful weather here to sit in the studio is just gorgeous. So welcome, everyone, Thursday evening. And we are going to be talking about the heart chakra. Of course, if anybody wants to call in with any question at all, it doesn't have to be energy medicine related. Although to me, energy medicine is everything, including relationships, including money, all of that. But it, d- despite the topic um, that we happen to be speaking about, just know that feel free to um, to call in for whatever uh Whatever moves you. And what are those phone numbers, Tom, for the call-in? Well, if you'd like to give us a call, give us a call at one 825 8828 That's toll-free. Again, that number, 877-825-8828. Or if you'd like to give us a call locally, feel free and do that at 425-373-5527. Great. Thank you. So the heart chakra is located in the upper chest. Um, it is about love and giving and receiving. It's really about universal love. So if you look at the chakras... Uh, They begin in the pelvic floor, in in the perineum, that's the first chakra, and it's a primal vortex. And the heart chakra, which is really in the center of the chest, your heart is on the left-hand side, your physical heart, um, but the vortex itself, this chakra is in the center of the chest. And it is about giving and receiving and universal love. It's in the center of these seven chakras, so it's in between what may be considered lower vibrational chakras, one, two, and three, and higher vibrational chakras, 
four, five, six, and seven. And so four is like the transitional point because whenever you do any deep healing work, it, there may be a requirement that you open up your heart more, that you learn forgiveness, that you learn to appreciate yourself, that you learn to let people love you. And when anyone begins to open up their heart chakra, they may notice an increase in um, in some of their wounds perhaps coming to the surface so that they can heal them. So opening up the heart chakra is painful generally. It can cause a little bit of discomfort in the chest cavity, but it's highly worth it to be able to heal old wounds that could be from this lifetime or other lifetimes. The heart chakra governs the heart muscle, the lungs, um, the rib cage, uh, so the diaphragm area, the upper back, and the thymus gland. And the thymus gland is considered the most important gland in your entire immune system, something that physicians and medical science just figured out probably the last 10 to 15 years, and it sits right in the center of your chest. Hmm. And I know we, we were talking to you about the heart chakra when we were coming up in the elevator, because <laughs> Tom always needs to come down and get us um, from the parking lot, because the building we're in is in lockdown in the evening. Oh, yes. Yeah. And um, so we were telling him what we were going to talk about tonight. <laughs> and and so I think he was a little hesitant, <laughs> but, uh, but, but we'll be educating Tom as well, and he All can right. give us his impressions about the heart chakra. One of the things I've learned, I've learned so many things um, studying energy medicine, uh, many, many things, um, is that some people who have cardiac problems or breast cancer, you know, some of the diseases that are affected by from the heart chakra that are affected in the anatomy and anything to do with the lungs, I'll notice a leak at the back of their heart chakra. So there are um, a back portion to the chakra system on chakra two, three, four, five, and six. And the back portion in between your shoulder blades is the highest receptivity center. And there are some people who are incredibly sensitive and want to give and give and give to everyone. And so what they tend to do subconsciously is leak energy out through their shoulder blades, trying to help people. So they're leaking up their own life force, helping maybe complete strangers or subconscious of this energy movement, and it weakens their circulatory system, their heart perhaps, their lungs, their thymus gland. We hope it doesn't weaken anything, but it's something I've noticed when people have severe problems in that part of their body. And as an energy worker, one of the things I've learned, and I know other energy workers work, you know, we all work at, is receiving huge amounts of universal life force energy so that we can move that into the people that we touch. Also nurture our bodies, um, but also um, um, make sure that we're giving energy that isn't necessarily ours, that we're not depleting our body, that we're giving ourselves um, a nice little tune-up, if you will, and then moving pure, you know, universal life force energy into those that we touch. And I'm going to give an exercise in a moment, and then we'll go to the phones because we've already got people calling in. Thank you so much. We love hearing um, people's questions. I love answering them. I, I think next month will be our sixth month um, on the show, and we are all having a blast here in the studio. We're just having a wonderful time. So thank you for listening. If if you if you're worried about your heart chakra and perhaps a leak in the back, which we'll talk about more in between phone calls, um, you want to use your right hand and tap mid sternum, and that will get um, the heart chakra from stopping the release of your universal life force energy out of your body, um, which could lower your blood pressure or increase the healthy tissues in your breasts or help your lungs. There's these beautiful sacs of cells they are called alveoli at the bottom of your lungs, and they help exchange CO2 with O2. And so then they have the energy to do that as well to keep your body healthy. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phones, Tom? My mic would help to be up. Yeah. Uh, we've got Ed on the line from Renton. Great. Hi, Ed. Oh, hi, Marie. How are it's you? It's a pleasure to talk to you. Well, thank you so much for calling. Yeah. Um, 
I have uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. I also run the, the Seattle Chronic Fatigue and Fibromyalgia oh. Support Group. Just throw that in there. Thank you so much uh, for doing that. I appreciate. Huh? Thank you so much for doing that. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh huh. Um, of course, the hallmark trademark of this illness is it's hard for us to get things done. I mean, I was right. a don't get her before I got this illness, and then it was I went like from yin to yang. <laughs> but, but, but it just seems like this. This coming out of this winter, I'm just a little bit harder getting going. I was just wondering if you could kind of scan me yeah. to see if I have any blockages in any of my chakras. Yeah. And then I want to ask you, would listening to your CDs help open me up? Yeah, actually, there's um, one of my CDs is called the, um, it's about the seven primary chakras, how to balance your human energy system, and it has exercises on it and a meditation. So Great. I would recommend that, and you can purchase it off the website, or you can call the office, and Karen will send it to will you. Do. Yeah, either way that it works for you. So yes, you do have, you've got a few blockages going on. I will comment, though, I think you used to leak quite a bit of energy out of your back in between the shoulder blades, and now it's, it's, it's very little. You have a large heart chakra, which I was going to talk about, but it's lovely to talk about a listener regarding it. People who are empathic, who can feel the feelings of others, will have very large heart chakras that will fill their entire chest cavity. So the average size of a chakra, particularly for someone who isn't empathic, yes, because I, yet, I mean, I believe that's an evolutionary process. You know, just like as soon as everyone can feel everyone else, war would be really difficult. You know, it'd be hard, hard to get off an airplane and go shoot someone you don't know because you can feel them or yeah. their mother. Or been, I help so many people, and there's been times where I would just cry with the other person, just trying to help them out any way I can, you know. Well, and maybe leading the support group makes you feel like, wow, I'm, I'm making significant effort. I'm really helping in profound ways because you're not leaking, but I know you used to. You have a little bit of leaks. You know, your vortex is huge, and when I look at your back, when I'm under each one of the shoulder blades to the far corner of your bodies, there's just a tiny little stream, and then um, kind of under the diaphragm, there's a little bit of leaking. But I see a blockage at your third eye, the back portion. So this is your will. So the third eye, the back of the neck, and also at the back of your second chakra. So the lower lumbar area, and that's the largest blockage that I'm seeing. And generally when I see people who have a block there, they may have a hard time saying no. And when I, you know, I've briefly spoken to you for just a little while, but obviously you're very busy helping other people. And maybe it's hard for you to discern if this is, if whatever you're, someone's asking you to do is if it's something that you really want to do. Yeah, I think more of my problem is I help so many people that I don't really help myself. Yeah, because that requires saying no so that you have time freed up to do what is good for you. Right? You're right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So here's what I would recommend that you do is write a phrase on a sticky note that maybe you'll put on your cell phone, your computer, your home phone, and the sticky note says something to the effect, I'm not sure. I need to check my schedule. Let me get back to you in 24 hours. And that way you'll have, instead of saying yes instantly when someone asks you to help them or participate in something, you'll be able to contemplate, is that going to work for me? Is it something that's going to bring me a lot of joy? Because that's what I would love for you to do is to say yes to things that are going to help you feel happy because that will feed you with energy and not drag you down or or help you feel unmotivated. Mm -hmm. And and so the sticky notes will be helpful. Um, So the back of the throat chakra where I see the second blockage does have to do something with not being able to say exactly how you feel. You're a great listener, really. I mean, it's like, oh, wow, I could just sit with you for Ed for a long time and tell him my life story, and he would listen Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly. Um, But then I don't see you really expressing your truth, you know, getting in your insights, because you're very insightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that true? Do yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do help a lot of people 
whether it be spiritually or psychologically or or mm-hmm. even finding the help them find mm-hmm. the doctor or whatever they need. Right. And I think it'll be important for you to also express your insights and then be able to disengage. So you give them a wealth of information and then you disengage, mm-hmm. you know, so that you don't have to worry if they follow through or not. You've given them what they needed. You've been able to express your wisdom and then disengage, move into neutrality. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not even checking up on them as kind much. Kind of like a guy like you are. <laughs> right, I mean, something like that. Just point the way. I mean, yeah, yeah and just point the way. And know that you're doing exactly what is in your highest calling, but at the same time you're filling up and rejuvenating yourself so that you can continue to help people, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I'm at the back of your third eye, I see another blockage. And this, gen- this is your will again. So what's happening is you're fighting your will and perhaps, you know, saying... Um, not saying no enough. You're fighting your will and not expressing your truth or your wisdom. And you're fighting your will and not seeing the situation in, in its entirety when it comes to you. You know, you, you are really good at looking the, at the other person's perspective and what's happening to them, but you're not great at how, how does this work for me or does it work for me? Is mm-hmm. this in my best interest? So I would love for you to start to say a prayer. And, and the prayer would be something to the effect of surrendering to the will of creation choosing what is in your highest good and knowing that probably the choices that are in your highest good are not going to be the most comfortable for you. Okay. Initially. They mm-hmm. they ultimately will, but initially they may not be very comfortable. Okay. Okay? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you so God bless you, Marie. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for calling, and good luck with all of uh-huh. that. Keep me and, posted. Okay, will do. Bye. All right. Bye, Ed. So why don't we go ahead and continue on the phone calls? We've got uh, Sunny on the line from New Jersey. Great. Hi, Sunny. Hello. How are you? I'm feeling okay right now. Okay. Um, but my question is this. Um, I do have fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. And also, like the prior caller, I do have chronic, chronic fatigue. fatigue. Yeah. And, and how long have you been suffering from these diseases? Oh, goodness. Um... Well, I was diagnosed with the fibro about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the chronic fatigue, I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, the two are so much alike. They Aren't they? They're so similar. In fact, I'm not even sure how physicians, I'm sure they have a great way of dis- distinguishing which one is which, but I agree with you. They have similar symptoms and they affect you similarly. Um, and I'm really sorry for the diagnoses. And what I can tell right away is that you've worked really, really hard to get well. Is that true? Uh, well, I, yes, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, sometimes I do it. I push myself, and mm-hmm. I do pay for it mm-hmm. days later. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you sought all kinds of um, either physicians or alternative aspects to healing? Because that's what I'm seeing is that you've worked hard at trying to solve this. Well, I. At one point, I was doing some um, information on the internet, mm-hmm. um, books, mm-hmm. CDs. And, and do you see physicians or naturopaths or? Oh no, um, mm. uh, videotapes. Videotapes. So you're not under any care of a physician or a naturopath or anything like that. Um, I'm in the middle right now of seeking one. A okay. And have you in the past? No, no, I no, haven't. No, that's interesting. Hmm. So what made you, because that's not how I'm seeing it, and of course I believe you, because it's your life, and I'm just this temporary visitor in your life, right? So, um, and so you haven't been under any care at all. 
but but wanting to get better without being under any care, correct? Well, I'm sort of like, I, I feel like I know my body so uh-huh. well. Right. Um, I keep in touch with my feelings, my emotional feelings, mm-hmm. um, and especially my physical feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I think, because... I. I think that you're going to have to, you know, you're in the search for a holistic physician right now, you said, but I'm a little surprised that you haven't sought out some some help prior to this time period, considering that your original diagnosis was a decade ago. And if you haven't improved in that time period, then clearly your assessment, perhaps, of what's happening um, and how to cure it hasn't been able, hasn't really worked for you. And so maybe all the busyness I'm seeing is, is your own independence, which, of course, I do highly recommend. I think people do need to be in charge of their health care. I think that's important. But also, you know, to seek out people who can actually help you, whether it's through herbs or vitamins or... Well, yes. Yeah, I do have a friend uh, that I talk to frequently, uh-huh. and we kind of keep up on the newest uh, herbs, mm-hmm. vitamins, and so forth. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big help. Today. Well, here's what I think, Sunny. I think that you have a hard time letting people help you. I think you have a hard time letting people in. And and I think it will be really important to be vulnerable, even with a practitioner, about how hard this has been for you and how much you would love to have it healed. And and I think that doing it all on your own, which of course isn't exactly how I saw it intuitively, but doing it all on your own isn't going to get you to where you want to be. You know, sometimes we just have to let people help us. We almost have to collapse in our sorrow or our frustration, and we, we have to surrender and let the powers that be that are out there to assist us. None of us can do this alone. In other words, even in all the work that I do and all the people that... Um, you know, I speak to or work with, I ask for help all the time from creation, 24-7, and I ask for help from holistic practitioners, you know, whether it's with a client that I'm working with or regarding my own self or my family. So I think it's going to be important considering how, because when I'm in your body, I'm exhausted. I'm literally wiped out. Um, And so I think it's going to be important for you to reach out genuinely, open up that heart chakra, which we're talking about tonight, and let people come in and help you. You deserve it. You're a good person. Yeah. So do you think you'd be able to do that? I'm certainly going to give it a try. Okay. And um, also, yeah. I just have one more question. Sure. Do you see any other uh, um, a silent type of illness that I'm not quite aware of? Right. Well, here's what I was going to get to before you asked that question, which I think it might be related. So even though you're not, you haven't been busy seeking practitioners, do you think about your disease all the time? Is it always on your mind, almost like you're a detective trying to figure it out? Well, um, only if I find myself, if I'm isolating mm-hmm. too much, mm-hmm. if I isolate myself too mm-hmm. much. And then you find yourself kind of absorbed in it. Because when you ask the question about the silent disease, then, then again, there's you probing, looking, trying to find something else. And what I've known um, in helping other people heal and even myself is that you have to stop thinking about it. You literally have to think about the healthiness in your life and and the energy that you do have and not keep seeking out new diseases, even the silent one. In other words, even when people are healing from diseases that they are diagnosed with, having their attention on it all the time only makes it larger and more profound in their life and more negatively affects them. So I wouldn't go looking for another one, whether it's screaming at you or it's silent. I think you've got plenty on your plate to resolve. So I, and I know that may not make you happy, but that's what I would do is not think about the silent one, you know, uh-huh. not, not try to bring another one into perspective. Right, right. 
Yeah, that's what I would recommend. Oh, I will do that. And good luck. I, I'm, I know there are practitioners in your area that could help you, so I hope that you seek them out, and I hope that you get the help that you want. Oh, thank you. Because you deserve to be well. Yeah. And thank you so thank much you for, for calling in. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So, you know, the heart chakra is, um, again, about receiving and giving. So giving is an important aspect, of course, for all of us, learning how to be gracious and considerate and conscientious of other people's feelings, but to not forget about our own, you know, to remember that we're just as valuable as anyone else we want to take care of. And if we're not letting energy in our body, then eventually we could become depleted. People can also get depleted from not giving, you know, because so, huh. it closes off the heart chakra. Yeah. Completely, because then where's that giving aspect? Like an Ebenezer Scrooge, if you will. There you go. (laughs) And then he woke up from that terrible nightmare and was able to just go ahead and take care of all these people, and they loved him. Yeah. (laughs) Then he became a nice guy after that. (laughs) There you go. Why don't we continue on the phones? Okay, we've got uh, Lisa on the line from Seattle. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm I'm just, there's a song called, I've just stopped in to see what condition my condition's in. Do you remember that song? <laughs> no, but it sounds good. It was a great song. It's old song. But um, just checking in to see how the back of my heart chakra is mm-hmm. doing and mm-hmm. if there's anything else going on. You are doing a great job. There's a huge volume of energy moving into the back of your heart chakra. Oh, good. And what I love what you're doing is you're you're letting it in. You're noticing it when it feels uncomfortable or when you're not letting it in. So you're observing your behavior and then you're correcting it, which is what I would highly recommend. People need to be observers in their life because sometimes things are happening that we're not really aware of. You yeah. know, we're operating in a way where we're unconscious. And so you're doing a fabulous job. No. Oh, I'm glad. You get an A+. Plus. Yay. <laughs> How about the rest of my field? Is it okay? Yeah. There, actually, have you had some lower back pain? Like, oh, yeah. Really low? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And there is a little bit of a leak kind of in the, you know, I'm almost in the coccyx is how I feel. Uh-huh. And do you sit down a lot? Um, you know, I try not to because it, it, it feels better when I move around and I, I walk a lot mm-hmm. and exercise, so... And how long have you had the pain in that part of your body? Um, you know, it just started a couple of weeks ago. I've had really? general mm-hmm. stiffness, but there's been a couple of weeks. Okay, well, good. That's great. Uh, interesting enough, your coccyx looks a little red to me, which can mean acute, you know, which what you said in onset in the last two weeks. Uh-huh. But the coccyx is about your first family, so your parents, your grandparents, your siblings. Is there something up in the family right now that's going on? Um, not too much, really. Mm-hmm. No. Any any um, visits that you're going to be participating in? You know, is, uh, is the family coming to visit, or are you going to an outing, or anything like that? Well, we had one a couple of weeks ago. Okay, uh, maybe about three weeks ago, but um, they're just getting up in age. I think maybe that might be. Uh huh. And so, did you notice the onset of the pain and the visit were kind of close together? So I think the discomfort yeah. is related to that. And if they're getting up in age and it's, and it's hurting your heart, you know, because, you know, we can look at our family members and we can, oh, my gosh, they're getting older. You know, yeah. it can be a little overwhelming and like sad, even though we know eventually most people are going to leave the planet. You know, <laughs> that's oh, yeah. what's going to happen. I would give yourself permission to grieve a little bit about that. And that would free up the coccyx because that lower oh. area is also about not letting go of the past. Uh-huh. And so I think sometimes when we look at our parents or other family members who are aging, um, if there were th- things that we didn't get met in our childhood, and now we realize the opportunity is dwindling quickly as they age, um, it could bring up some old things that we may feel that we have a hard time letting go of. So maybe sit in that part of your body, um, not physically sit. I, I love that yeah. you're avoiding that. And, yeah. and kind of check that out so you can let out that, um, that red energy so it can feel better. Well, that sounds great. 
Yeah, thank you. That was a, that was really insightful. I enjoyed that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye. All right. Bye bye. So why don't we go ahead and take one more phone call before we head on our break? Thank you, everyone, for calling in. We're having a wonderful evening here. Okay, we've got uh, Noreen from Woodenville on the line with us. Hi, Noreen. What can I do for you? Hi. Well, I um, am. You I, are. Thinking... You are so cute, and you are so feisty. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I, I guess I'm right on about that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you are so adorable and so feisty. <laughs> so, well, what, what's your question? Um, I'm wondering if I have uh, uh, some low or abnormal thyroid activity. I would say yes. When I look at your throat chakra, I do see a pink flashing light to the left-hand side of your throat chakra, and that's an indicator to me that there is some functionality problem. Probably not severe. Because it's pink, when I see red, then, you know, uh, the person probably needs to be, be medicated. But when I see right. pink, most likely some herbs or some help with holistic medicine still in the preventative area could be effective. And and here's what your throat chakra tells me, and, and feel free to disagree with whatever I say. Um, <laughs> I said, you know, when I said a moment ago, you're feisty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you are. And I like your energy. I, I like your feistiness. But sometimes you can be a little too feisty. Do you know what I mean with your thyroid? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think you're kind of like burning out your thyroid gland. You know, you're like burning out your throat chakra because you can be feisty about a particular issue. Um, and I'm not saying just one. I'm just saying there's something that kind of maybe gets your goat up a little bit. And then uh-huh. you get kind of forceful with the energy in your throat, which I think is wearing out your thyroid gland. So here's what I'm going to suggest that you do. And, and by the way, I pay attention. To, I, I follow this same thing that I'm going to um, share with you is when you feel a discussion coming on or something that you really feel like you need to speak with someone, take a break, take 24 hours off, wait like a day before you approach the subject so you can not be so excited about it. Okay. You know, so that you can kind of, maybe you'll understand the other person's point of view within 24 hours. You won't take it perhaps as personally, or you feel that you don't have to fix it, which is what I'm really getting. I think sometimes when you get all excited, it's because you need to fix it for that person, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and notice how you're coughing right now because your throat chakra is, uh, you know, toning in with us about, yeah. So you don't need to fix it, and uh, everyone's going to be okay, and you're right. You have good knowledge and good insight, but not everyone's going to agree with your knowledge or your insight at the moment that you give it to them. It may need to marinate in their being for a couple of years, and, okay. that's, and that's okay, too. And I think your approach in a more calmer, less button-pushed way will help with that uh, marinating, so to speak, so that the person can take it in more fully. Okay. Okay? All right. You're just a delight, and thank you so much for calling in. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. So why don't we go ahead and take a break, Tom, and uh, I'll rest my thyroid gland and my throat chakra. And why don't we hand out that phone number one more time? Certainly. If you've got a question for Marie, uh, give us a call at 877-825-8828. I'm sorry. That number is toll free. That number one more time. Throat chakra. Yeah. I'm just stumbling on my words all day today. Uh, That number one more time, 877-825-8828. Eight, and that is toll-free. I can't speak right now. Or you can give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. Great. And we'll be right back with the Marie Manucherry Show. The 
The Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet, so if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show with Marie. If you're interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. It's here, an evening with Marie Manucheri and friends. Every month on the third Wednesday, this two-hour class promises to inspire you and surround you with like-minded people. Come explore topics like manifest your goals and desires, meet your spirit guides, embrace your intuition, bridging worlds, and balance your human energy system. This Wednesday evening class is held in Seattle from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the third Wednesday of every month, January through October. Classes will be held at the Residence in Marriott, Lake Union, 800 Fairview Avenue North in Seattle. Parking is free on the street, near the hotel, or in the garage. Just pull up to the hotel and ask the front desk for a parking key. For more information, visit my website at www.energyintuitive.com or call the office at 425-825-5671. See you there. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come as you are. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back with the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Okay, now it is almost dark. So we're at what? 7.33, and there is just a tad bit of daylight back, or here with us, I should say, right now in early March. Just the eensiest little bit over there. Eensiest little bit, but I absolutely love it. Pretty soon we can go on walks at like 8 o'clock at night or 9 o'clock and eat outside with some of my favorite oh, yeah. restaurants in Kirkland. Oh, You know, that freaked me out the first year that I moved here. What? Well, because coming from Arizona, where you're so farther down south, right. you don't get that much sunshine right. in the in the, in the summertime. Right. And so the first year that I, the first summer that I was here, I was just like, what is going on? It's, <laughs> it's like sunlight until like 930. What's happening? Well, you know, all of our daylight savings, you know, is brought about by farmers from a long time ago. They needed mm. to have sunlight so that they could farm late into the evening. And, and so the other kids, when they got home from school, they could go work out in the fields. Yeah. yeah. And we still have a fair amount of farming community in this area as well. So That's so silly to me, though, <laughs> because it doesn't actually change the amount of time that the sun is up. Yeah, that's You're true. You're just changing. Yeah. We're just manipulating it so it yeah. works for us. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, people. <laughs> so um, the heart chakra, again, you, you know, all you have to do is think about how the heart operates. You know, we've got an aorta. We've got pulmonary arteries. We have a inferior vena cava. I know these are all anatomy words, but we have this amazing structure in the center of our chest that does, I mean, things that would take us probably an hour just to talk about the function of the heart. So whenever anybody's worried about their body or they're not happy with their body, all you have to do is think about is one organ, maybe read up about it in the encyclopedia for a moment and just be blown away with how fortunate you are that your body is working with all these incredible mechanisms. So I'm just, I brought my anatomy book with me actually. A little one. Is that? Oh, that's not no, it's Grey's a, Anatomy. No, it's and it's not the official one from nursing school or anything like that. But it's just a little one that I love and get you know gazing over all the you know like the right atrium and the superior vena cava and just all these beautiful structures because I knew we were going to talk about the heart chakra. Oh. Yeah, one of my favorites. Um, so why don't we go ahead and go to the lines because um, thank you so much everyone for calling in we, again. I love your phone calls. I love listening to your questions and I love offering you the insights that I have. 
We've got uh, Michael on the line from Kirkland. Hi, Michael. Yep. How are you? Oh, great, Marie. How are you? I am great, thank you. What can I do Good. for you? Hey, um, just want to get some feedback from you on uh, recurring sciatica that comes and goes, and uh, and see what your your thoughts were on that. That um, I like to jog and that sort of thing and exercise, but it seems to get in the way. Mm-hmm. Well, sciatic. Oh no, thank you. That's a great question. Sciatic um, nerve pain is actually about not letting go of the past. Um, and so, the, you know, the gluteus maximus muscles is where the tension occurs, and that's kind of like the biggest portion of where the sciatic nerve innervates before it runs down the leg. And so, it's about not letting go of the past, holding on to it. And I know you're, Makes a bu- sense. yeah, I know you're a busy guy, by the way. I, you know, I, I know we haven't actually met, but I know you're a busy guy, and I'm. I think you're also very responsible. So, in somehow, shape, or form, with the, this memory that you have, because you have a really good memory, you're holding on to it and not really letting it go. Yeah. So there's an exercise um, that can be very helpful, um, and then also you know the pain radiating in your in your upper your lower back. I mean, you know, there's here's what's happening when I'm looking at your lower back. There are these grid lines, these beautiful beams of light that run in through the body. There's thousands of them, and these grid lines are what holds the universe together. In fact, there's a beautiful picture in there in um, Alex Gray's book, The Mirrors. In the mm-hmm. back page, I can't remember the name of the painting, so if anybody remembers, call in and let me know. Or Mary Lee, who's answering the phones, and she'll let me know. Um, so there's this beautiful picture of all these grid lines coming into this man who's meditating, and there's all this beautiful fire around it. When I look at your lower back, I don't see the grid lines. And so oh. I, I immediately move into soft tissue, and then I move into bone. So that means that your lower back may be hard to stabilize. It may be hard that even if you go in for a chiropractic adjustment, you know, adjustment it's not going to hold for any length of time. And, and that could be from not setting good boundaries in your life. Like perhaps there's been people who showed up that you over-nurtured or you over-cared for and you didn't set enough boundaries. Do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Uh, it could be Sarani and an ex-wife, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, an ex-wife or two or something of that nature. It is a woman, you know, uh, that is one of them. But I'm also seeing it back from your childhood, you know, so I see the a woman standing close, which is more contemporary, and then I see a f- another female when you you know when you were younger. So perhaps your mother had high expectations. I don't really know, or you needed. Yeah, to- I think you. I think you just hit it right there. Okay. Yeah. And you're a really nice guy, and so you want to make her happy. You know, you want to have her feel fulfilled by you or pleased by you. And so then, then here we go, you know, not forcing your will, not setting healthy boundaries. So here's an exercise for letting go, though, um, for the sciatica, because that's really the one that bothers you the most. Is that true? Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, so when we let the past kind of haunt us, even if it's kind of subconscious in the back of our mind, um, that means that we're re- re-wounding ourselves. We're re-evaluating something in a negative way and making a decision that we haven't made a good choice or we did something wrong or someone else betrayed us. Something of that nature is playing in the back of our head. And so what you want to do is think of all the wonderful things about you. You know, um, parenting skills that you have, if you love to garden, educational accomplishments, work accomplishments. So something small and minor and huge and big. Uh, And then once you feel really good about yourself, I want you to recall a situation that you have not been able to let go of. And in this empowered place, because when people feel good about themselves, they're in true empowerment energy. From this place of true empowerment, ask yourself, how did this situation help me to grow? Because every situation in our life is a gift, whether we recognize it now or years later or in the next lifetime, right? Right. 
And when you're in that um, high self-empowerment energy, you will actually um, get a new perception, one that will set you free, and then you won't have to put your gluteus maximus muscles and your sciatic nerves into discomfort. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And let me know how that works. You know, uh, I, sh- I shall do that. Great. Great. Well, and thank you so much for calling in, Michael. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye. So the heart chakra is really about circulating energy throughout the entire body. So other things that can be problematic regarding the heart chakra are when people have a hard time maintaining a body temperature. Like maybe mm. you know someone who's cold all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're yeah. having a hard time circulating energy. My One of my lovely daughters, I won't mention her name so that she won't be embarrassed, <laughs> um, has really chronic cold hands and feet. Mm. And I know she has a hard time letting people in. She's letting people really nurture her and yeah. love her. And so um, I know that whenever she is going to let that happen, whenever that happens in her life, maybe when she has children someday, I know that her hands and feet are going to be all nice and warm and toasty. Another Hmm. part of the body that the heart chakra governs is the hands, because people who help people heal, whether they're a doctor or a chiropractor or acupuncturist, they're using their hands, you know, to help a person. That's true. Yeah. And there's a chakra in each one of the palms of your hands. And so when we lay our hands on people, we're actually helping them to heal through the energy that moves through our hands. Oh, wow. Isn't that exciting? I did not know that. Yeah. I'm learning something new every week. I know. Always. Mary Lee said you were going to have fun tonight. That's true. (laughs) This is true. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone? Okay. We've got Aaron on the line from Puyallup. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. (laughs) What can I do for you? Well, I, probably in the last week, week and a half or so, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm working on something that has something to do with my throat. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a tightness there. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that my mom has a history of some thyroid problems. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I'm trying to examine myself, too, and I'm just, I'm really uh, pinpointing, but I I don't know if it has something to do with communication because I don't I have a hard time talking. Sure. Well, <laughs> and go ahead. Um, and just wondering too if it has something to do with something about disappointment. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm I've, I've scanned your whole body because thank you, you just let me in so easily. Um, I even snapped my fingers <laughs> um, on the air. Um, you, thank you for letting me in. And yeah, you're you're a very interesting person. I would say that you're also complicated because you do think and process a lot. You've learned a lot about life and psychology or how the mind works. You know, you're innovative in your approach of wanting to solve problems, which I really appreciate. You're also hard on yourself. When I look at the back of your third eye, I see a large cone that is extending maybe about seven or eight feet. And the cone, um, the back of the sixth chakra should be flush with the scalp. And so that tells me that you're hard on yourself. Um, so that's one aspect of it. Are you in a relationship? I am. Yeah, because when you first started to talk about your throat, that's what I felt. So I, I think there is an aspect where you're feeling, I think you're wanting to gain more power in your relationship, and you're actually beginning to speak about it, but you're not very comfortable with it. And, and the throat chakra is the highest personal power chakra in the physical body. And one of the main reasons is because human beings, this is how we communicate. Other time-space realities, beings who live in other time dimensions, actually communicate through mental telepathic conferencing. They don't have to use their throat 
or to create a vibration with noise that we hear audibly. They can just communicate through brain-to-brain connection. And that's what I wish I could do. Well, you're actually... I would feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> you're actually good at that. You really are good at it. But I don't think you have surrounded people... I don't think you are surrounded by people who will sense that about you or have that ability or even appreciate that about you. Right. And and so, yes, I am complaining about your relationship. I think it needs an overhaul, if mm-hmm. you will. And um, I think there's still some work or some things to be learned from it. But I don't think it's – I'm not going like this, yay, when I think about your relationship, which I want to feel about everyone's relationship. Mm-hmm. And and I think that you're on the right track about voicing your concerns or asking for what you want. And mm-hmm. it's going to feel uncomfortable. Your throat chakra is going to be tight. You might That's notice your – mm-hmm. You know, when I first started to speak my truth maybe eight or nine years ago, I felt like there was a two-pound weight on my throat for two years. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't been intuitive, you know, or started to feel the intuitiveness that I now have, I would have gone to a doctor to make sure I didn't have thyroid cancer because at times that's what I really thought. But I kept hearing a voice, no, you don't, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. So when energy shifts inside the body, it doesn't always feel great. It can feel uncomfortable. Imagine your throat chakra has been contracted for maybe centuries, because mm-hmm. even when you were a little kid, you didn't really like to talk. Right. Right. And so now you're breaking this very old pattern. You're learning how to express yourself. And so your throat chakra is having to stretch. And so all the muscles that used to help protect that chakra are learning to relax and it feels uncomfortable. There's a strain regarding it. So here's what I would ask that you do. Do you journal at all? Uh, Sometimes. I used to, sometimes more than others. Mm hmm. Sometimes more than others. I would recommend that you do some journaling. Journaling? Yeah, because I think that would be very important to kind of get it out on paper and then speak about it to whoever you need to speak to. Okay. And I do see this relationship. I think there'll be a a strengthening in about mm, maybe summertime in some intimacy. Like you're going to be so surprised that speaking your truth has actually helped the relationship get deeper. Mm -hmm. But it will also surprise you about what you really didn't know about your partner. Because when you're not asking questions, it's really hard to know things about people, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's going to be the kind of this relief, like, wow, we can be more, you know, bonded. But then like, huh, I, I didn't really know this about him. And and I, I, I'm i not saying that you're going to like it or dislike it. It's just going to be more information to go, mm-hmm. wow, I didn't know that about him. I think that just goes on, uh, goes very well with what's going on. <laughs> right. Because well, I am pressing more into that and not settling. Congratulations. For less than what I what I want. Congratulations. <laughs> but, it, but it's it's like I haven't I guess I haven't it sounds like I haven't really had to exercise that area so it's Well, you haven't given yourself permission, and what you're Mm -hmm. stepping into is personal power. And there's a great exercise for the fifth chakra. And, of course, if, you know, because one gentleman talked about those CDs, and and Erin, you don't have to buy one, but I'm just doing a little plug for them because there's exercises on all the chakras on the Balance Your Human Energy um, System CD. And the fifth chakra exercise is where you make up a language and you speak out loud for one minute every day, Perhaps pretending like you're speaking um, Arabic or German because you want something that has some guttural sounds in it. Uh-huh. And you're going to speak out loud to a wall or a door, a blank wall or a door, and allow this, this stagnant energy that you haven't been able to release from your throat chakra out, which will give you more permission to get down to your the deepest, deepest part of yourself and express yourself from the truth of who you are. These CDs that you have, do they have like 
Are there some type of mantras in there? There are. Um, okay. There's all kinds of wealth of information. There's stories from patients that I've cared for when I was in the hospital or clients. And then, of course, there's an anatomy and physiology regarding the chakras, and there are mantras and meditations. Okay. Okay. Because I, I tried, my cousin is, has studied Ayurvedic medicine. Wonderful. And she, we were kind of practicing. <laughs> Good. And she was telling me something about doing a, I think it was a gust sound. Oh, I, perfect. And I did that, and I was like, I, I felt like there was some relief there. Good. I, I, I just remembered as I was talking to you. Good. So I would do that exercise regularly. Okay. Yeah. And you know, when you talk freely, when you let your voice on the air expand, it sounds beautiful. Why, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Marie. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phones, because we still have callers on the line. We do. We have uh, Annette from Seattle. Hi, Annette. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And you? I am good, thank you. What can I do for you? I uh, saw you about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it was a wonderful experience. So, so you saw me in the house? You came yeah. for a private session? Okay. Mm-hmm. I did. Great. And my question is kind of a follow-up on that is, you know, okay. I have this illness, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if there is... You mean they haven't decided what you have, but you have some sort of illness? Yes. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I'm wondering if there's anything more that I should be doing to help myself heal. Mm-hmm. Well, has anything changed as of yet regarding that illness? No, it's about the same. About the same. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. It hasn't worsened. No. You know, the symptoms haven't worsened. The the experiences that you, you were having haven't um, increased. So this is good. So it's maintaining, correct? Yes. Okay. Hmm. And and so do you think about this and worry about it all the time? Um, I think about it a lot. A lot. All right. And whatever exercise, because, you know, I don't remember clients. It's one sure. of those things. I see about 80 people a week. And wow. yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. And of course, with classes in the radio show. And so when people walk out of the door, um, I do my very best to kind of erase our our connection in a way so I can move on to the next person and also not worry about the person because I don't think that will help them. Mm-hmm. And when you're thinking and thinking and thinking about what's going on, because and actually some pieces are coming to my head. I'm remembering you. You're a br- brunette, correct? Yes. Kind of tall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you're coming back to me. And um, that's what happens when I stand in front of someone long enough or in this case, listen to your voice, the subatomic particles begin to create some vision for me so I can recognize you. Um, so have you done the exercises that I recommended? Yes. Okay. And what were some of those? You know, it's uh, what you were telling the other woman oh, about right. the made up language mm-hmm. and the temper tantrum. Right. The second chakra area, because mm-hmm. that's where your health issue has been, correct? In this abdominal area or chest, you know, kind of, yeah, kind of abdominal. Abdominal or, and under my lungs. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And so how, are, how is that anger going? You know, it's, I, li- I like having the little temper tantrum. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it could. My, my family teases me about them, but, um, but that part's going, and frankly, some of the anger seems to be dissipating a little. Good. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in this anger place, are you noticing anything from your first family coming up? You know, like anything about your parents or your grandparents or your siblings or your times in school? Are you having more flashes of memory of childhood experiences or anything of that nature? No. Okay. Do you remember your childhood very well? You know, somewhat, but I would not say very well. Right. Okay. And so how far back can you remember? To, um... 
About five. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's actually you know pretty average. You know, a lot of people can't remember past five. I always hope people can remember until the year one because we have those capabilities to actually go back further than than that. Because what I'm seeing is you're letting go of the anger. There are first family issues that are coming up, and you know this um, illness or complication. Let's call it a complication because it has not been diagnosed. Yay! Yay! You know, it has not been diagnosed. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody knows exactly what it is other than we know that there's an emotional component that's creating some dis-ease in your body. And you're working on bringing that to the surface, you know, bringing some awareness to it, correct? Yeah. Right, so it can be resolved and healed. And so as I see you, you know, doing your temper tantrums, which was the homework that I recommended, thank you for doing it, I'm, I keep going back into your childhood. I'm drawn into your childhood. And this disease in your body is kind of deep in your body. You know, it's not easy to diagnose. It's kind of hidden. It's odd. It's unusual. And so that means whatever your feelings were regarding your childhood, since that's what I'm dragged into when um, I think of you, it's going to be something that's kind of hidden or odd. And it doesn't have to be tragic. You know, people's feelings can get hurt pretty easily. I'm always surprised when my own children, who are all grown now, um, my youngest will be 18 this month, that I'm always surprised by the things that they do complain about or what has hurt their feelings even from years prior. You know, Mm -hmm. something that I was completely unaware of had no idea that that was an issue, and it's something that that has been kind of a burden in their life for a series of years. So there's something that you're unearthing, so to speak. And when you think about first family issues, we're talking about blood and the movement of fluid and cellular exchange, because we're looking at primal movement of energy and those things that are in the primal areas of function, like fluid movement and cellular movement. I would continue, even though you're feeling the anger lifting, which is great, I would continue doing the temper tantrums and really kind of check in on this childhood stuff. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and when is your next doctor's appointment? Um, you know, I'm seeing a naturopath right now and have stopped seeing the okay. doctors for a while. Okay. And how is that going, the naturopathic visits? Yeah, uh, good, actually. Good. And, and I, I just started with an acupuncturist. Also. Wonderful. I think that acupuncturist will help move the chi a little bit more so we can get more um, absorption of whatever's going on. Okay. And please keep me posted, like maybe in the next um, week or two, check in with me, whether it's through email or whatnot, so we can see where you are and see if there continues to be improvement. Okay. All right? All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So we don't have too much time on the phone, so why don't we hurry up and talk to our next person. Okay, we've got Torin on the line from Kirkland. Hi, Torin. Hi. Um, th- um, is this Marie? It is. How are you? Um, I'm good. Well, um, I've been having, like, since I was born, basically, mm-hmm. um, I have, like, dry skin, and I have, like, really pretty big bumps, bumps on my skin, mm-hmm. and it's kind of red a little, mm-hmm. and... Um, kind of annoying in some way because like I always have to itch it and then it leaves like all these marks and sometimes it bleeds mm-hmm. kind and of like um, e- eczema something that it's irritating your skin correct yeah, yeah. you are so adorable Torin thank you for calling in too how, welcome how old, are, um, how old are you I'm 10 wow nice thanks for calling in so you want to know what causes irritation to the skin um, yeah, that'll be helpful. Okay. When I look at your crown chakra, it's, it's this um, chakra on the top of your head. It's this beautiful vortex that spins. It governs your skin and all of your central nervous system. So people who have problems with their skin, kind of what you described is about the crown chakra. And when I look at your crown chakra, you tend to send energy out. 
Um, and so what that what the crown chakra is really about is receiving energy in through the top of your head. So if you could every day just tap all along the top of your scalp gently and then use your hands and push gently on the outside of your head and visualize wonderful light moving in through the top of your head, that should definitely calm down the um, eczema or whatever is bothering your skin. And here's the reason why it's happening. When I look at your crown, you're beaming energy out. So there's a, there's an area of your life where you're feeling like your, your feelings are not being met. And you're kind of seeking out through creation because you're just a wonderful, wonderful kid. You're seeking out through creation, doing everything you can to um, kind of reach out to get what you want versus just kind of idly, that means passively or relaxing. Hopefully your, your family member can explain some of the words I'm using and that will make sense to you so that you can more passively receive instead of having to hunt or search for a feeling being met. You need to just allow the energy to come inside of you in more of a relaxed way. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because you're so smart. That's why. <laughs> So do the tapping and the pushing on your head and visualize beautiful, beautiful, warm light moving in and gently tap and gently push. And then do everything, you know, maybe your parents can help you with this, but to really um, let yourself know that you don't have to work so hard to have people love you, that you are easily lovable. Because that's what mm-hmm. the crown chakra is about. It receives unconditional love from creation or source or trees or whatever a person happens to believe in. Okay. All right, thank All right. you. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, okay, bye. Okay, great. So I think we have enough time for one more caller. Yeah, we can try and squeeze him in here. We've got uh, Psalm on the line from Seattle. Hi, Psalm. Hi there. How are you? Awesome, thank you. Great, thanks for calling in. What can I do for you? I was actually calling to see what the last piece that I need, not mm. to say that it's going to be the last piece, but what's the, the well, Basically, what's the last thing I need right now just to heal completely and to move powerfully into my life and just get on my path and quit fussing and just totally move into my power. Right. Well, everything you just said sounded absolutely wonderful, and you're clearly doing really well. Is that true? I mean, are it's things true. improving, 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 improving? Yeah. For you? Yeah. So I, I think that um, continuing to live your life that way and knowing that you've got it together, I think that all the things that you needed are already there for you. And so maybe if you could just appreciate yourself and start maybe every night, light a candle and celebration for everything that you've accomplished recently, (laughs) especially over the last couple of years, because you have worked hard, really hard. So now I think it's the appreciation so that the rest of the energy can just float down inside of you and and do the last little bit of nurturing that needs to be done so that you can have the energy to move on your path and succeed in living your passion. So do you think you could do that? I can do that. You I can. can do that. I yeah. can do that. I'll work on doing that. <laughs> Thank you. See, sometimes the things that we are most uncomfortable to do are the things that we need to do the most. And if you want to light 10 candles, I think that would be great. You know, maybe <laughs> have your whole house, you know, of course, with a working smoke detector, maybe have your whole house in beautiful flames of light, you know, candles in appreciation and celebration of yourself and all that you've accomplished in a relatively short period of time. Okay? And thank you so much for doing your work. In other words, appreciate, take a little break, and acknowledge what you've done, and maybe feel like you don't have to work so hard, that you've already done all the hard work. Okay. Okay? I'll remember that. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, great. 
Well, this has been an incredible show. I've had a wonderful time. And we have some good shows coming. Well, it's always a good show here on the Marie Manutary Show. Always. Always. Never a bad one. Right. And we were so busy on the phone that we didn't get to really bug Tom too much about the heart chakra and dating (laughs) and and other things like that. Right. Yeah. So he's taking a breather over there. All right. Um, As some of you may know, this will be up on the website. But in April, we are fortunate enough to have John Holland here in the studio who will be calling in, not visiting. Um, He'll be in Seattle giving a talk on April 9th. Um, and so he's going to come on the show live um, on Thursday evening between 7 and 8 on the April 3rd. And then we're going to have Astrid Pajari. She is a local um, MD who has a column actually in the Seattle Times. And she's going to be in the studio live on April 24th. So I'm very excited for the guests we're having in April. Um, March is a Marie month. So you're going to have Jess Marie to answer your calls and your questions. And I look forward to all of them. Thank you so much for making this experience enjoyable and fulfilling for me. I wish you all a safe, wonderful weekend and a lovely evening. And until the next time we talk, joyful blessings to all. expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative